Hello and welcome to the Talk Derby to Me podcast, sponsored by SMJ Brady, Connect Red and Elite Football Development. I'm Blake Fallows, just waiting for Mikel Beck to uh, to come onto this Zoom call to, to have a chat with him live from Denmark. It'll be an interesting one. I don't think he's not particularly popular with Derby County fans, but he's, um, he's an important figure in the club's recent history. I think he's been voted the worst sign of all times of all time a couple of times. Um, so it'll be interesting to get his take on why it didn't quite work out at Derby County. Um, obviously, one big moment, I think he scored a diving header at Southampton away in a 3 all draw, but didn't really work out. He went to Forest later on and his career was cut short by injury. So let's get his side of the story. Here's former Ram striker, Mikhail Beck. So welcome on to Talk Derby to me. Mikhail Beck, uh, how are you in these in these strange times at the minute? Well, I mean, um, I'm as good as you can be. Like I'm trying to cope, like everyone else, you know, about the strange, uh, the strange uh, times and uh, this. You know, like I think we we have to do with it. We have to deal with it. Yeah, we're trying to to work as best as we can, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, surely not easy, but. Um, but uh, what 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 other choice do we have? Where, where are you at the minute? Are you in in Denmark? No, right right now I'm I'm at home in Monaco. In Monaco, what's the situation like there? Is it is it a lockdown or are you free to go mm, out and do a little bit? It's not it's not lockdown. Uh, we have curfew at uh, seven o'clock at night, and uh, restaurants are open just for lunch, but not for for dinner. All 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 shops are open. So. Okay. So it's, we're still pretty lucky here. Yeah. Okay. Um, take us right back to, to the very start, football-wise then. How did you first get, get playing? I know you, your dad was a footballer, so that probably had an influence on you. But what were your first memories of, of getting into the game? Well, I, I think, I think my, my family was a football family from, from the start. And uh, there was basically no other choice, in, in my opinion, that to, to get into football. And of course, I could always have said no at some point, but... Uh, but uh, both my uncles uh, played together with my father in the same team, and uh, yeah, my grandfather was was a big football fan, and uh, yeah, I think it was just everything you know that my family was up to. That was just you know watching football and playing football. Were you a natural then? Mm, oh, it's difficult to answer. I, I I suppose I was I was pretty good from the beginning. Uh, that's at least what they what they tell me today, but. Uh, I must say I can't remember anything about my own level at that time. How did you get into the, like, the professional side of the game? Then did you have to go through like academy football? I don't know what the setup would have been like at, at that time. Was it similar to how no. it would be? Today? No, it wasn't the same at that time. I mean, I, I was not in any kind of academy the way you know an academy in England. Uh, in Denmark at that time, there was no academies at all. So basically, you went to school, you went, you came back. Uh, you had a bit to eat, then you you went for training on your bike, and then after training you came back again, had some more to eat, and then you went down and played some some more football, uh, you know, with the other people uh, in, in the road. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, uh, it wasn't it wasn't a, the same kind of setup as today, but uh, but you know, I think it was an, it was it was enough at that time. I I felt I you know I. I, I progress the way I should, and uh, you know, getting into professional football is, is 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 not something you can really plan when you're a kid. You know, like you can you can dream about it, you can hope that you are good enough one day. But 
at the end of the day, there's that many who wants the same as you, that it's not always the best who becomes pros. Sometimes it's the ones that, that want it the most. And uh, sometimes it's by pure coincidence, bit of luck also, that, uh, that you end up being a pro footballer. But um, luckily for me, I, I, was, I was one of the lucky ones. And, uh, and uh, I, had, uh, I had a nice career. And uh, although it was cut, cut short um, too early, but, um, but I still rem remember my career with, with, with a lot of uh, you know, good memories. What age did it, was it professional for you then? Was it 16, 17 when you first made your debut? Was you quite young? Uh, it was, um, it was not until I, I signed in, in, in Germany, in Cologne, that I really became a real pro. Uh, because although I was, I was playing in a pro club uh, in Denmark, I was still going to, to school, you know, finishing uh, college. So uh, it was not pro as, as you, as you know it, but uh, from, from my son uh, in in Cologne, I, I was I was twenty years old. That's the the moment I, I became pro the first time. Okay, and that was, was that the German second division at, at that time. That was the German second division, yeah. So it's quite unusual because you got into playing for Denmark while you was in the in the second tier in Germany. Was that quite unusual at the time to to make that step up, play international football while being in the second division? Mm, not 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 really. No, I don't think that's it has happened for many for many people. I mean, in my case, I was already playing for the under-21 national team of Denmark and I was doing well for them. And, and I was one of the, let's say, the logical choices uh, in, the, in the A national team if, if, uh, if, if someone got injured. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe it was not normal for me playing in the second division in Germany, but it was logical for me to, to make the step up because I was already doing well in the, in the, in the under-21 national team. So. The, the first time a lot of, of the English fans would have would have remembered you and come across you would have been Euro '96, which was in England, playing for, mm -hmm. for Denmark. Was that your first real experience of England and, and playing in England? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the first time I I was I was not the first time I was in England, but it was the first time I played football in England. Um, I think it was, a, it was it was a great tournament. I think everyone would say that. Uh, everyone who were part of it uh, would say it's probably one of the best Euros uh, ever. Ever, ever played, and um, you know the whole country was buzzing. Uh, England was singing, uh, "Football is coming back," and the, and the English national team did well. And and I think for a tournament to be to be successful, uh, the host needs to do well. You know? And uh, and um, that that year England did amazingly well, and in the end uh, should should have won it. Uh, at least uh, I think they were people's favorite. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we know why they didn't. But uh, it, it was close. Yeah, it was close. Do you think that was that the that the catalyst, the 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 thing that led to Middlesbrough coming in and signing you then uh, just after Euros? Do you think that was was that? No, I, I signed before Euro. I signed, oh, I decided okay. to sign yeah before uh, because at that time I did not want to to go into the tournament having to 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 secure a deal at, at, at some club, you know, like I thought the pressure would be too much on me. And, uh, and uh, because I had so many opportunities before the Euros, then I decided to, you know, to, to sign with the club before. And, and I think I did well because actually I ended up, you know, becoming, becoming injured during the tournament. And uh, imagine if I hadn't had a club, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it would have been more difficult for me to secure a, a deal with a, with a great club after the tournament, maybe. So, uh, so I, I think I did well, and um, if I could have done it again, I would probably have done it the same way. Why Middlesbrough? What made you choose Middlesbrough? 
Well, I mean, it, you know, it was down to small things in the end. Uh, I think we probably spoke to, I don't know how many, there was, there was that many clubs interested in me because uh, not only I was on a free transfer in the summer, but I was also just playing second division uh, in Germany. So, of course, there was a lot of teams, uh, you know, wanting to secure secure me. And, and um, out of the f- probably 35, 40 clubs we spoke to, and, and basically clubs from all countries in Europe, I don't know. It was probably well. I know. I know what made the difference in the end. It was. It was that the Brian Robson was the manager, and and as a kid, I had I had been a big fan of Man United, and especially Brian Robson. So, so for him to come and 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 say he wanted to to work with me it was it was that biggest thing that uh, I I just couldn't turn it down, you know. And also, also I heard good things about Middlesbrough. I heard it was a it was a team that got promoted the year before, and uh, that you know the whole area was buzzing, and uh, you know. Uh, it was just a very ambitious club, and uh, they had a good uh, owner behind them uh, in, in Steve Gibson. He was ready to to spend money, and uh, yeah, I think I think we all thought that this was going to be the new uh, big big English club. Yeah. What are your first memories of of playing in the Premier League then, and coming over to to English football? Did you find it a, a step up from from what you've been playing in previously? It was like standard wise. Yes, yes, it was. It was. I don't know. I probably probably the best league in the world at that time, and. Uh, and uh, you know, definitely, there, there, there was a difference between playing games in the Premier League and then playing in the second division in in, in Germany. Um, I mean, I mean, my games for the national team, uh, they were probably the same level, you know. Like so, I I, I already had some experience. I, I was used to the to the to the the standard of football, but uh, but I think England is is something special. It's something apart. I don't think you can really, I don't think you can really rem- like prepare for it before you're in in the middle of it and then you then you then you get prepared you know and uh, and it's it was certainly end to end stuff back then all the big players were signing in england after the euro you know like uh, euro 96 also did a lot of good things for the premier league i think because i mean i think all of us players who had played there and who had just you know seen the whole the whole vibe about football in england i mean we all wanted to to just basically stay there and just uh, play football there, you know, afterwards. Yeah. So, And, and you, it, was a, it was a really, it was a start of a successful period for Middlesbrough. Is it two cup finals um, while you were there? Well, our, our, we, 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 qualified, we qualified for three cup finals in two years. So wow. two the first, the first season and, and then another one this, the second season when we were in, uh, while we were in the, the championship. So, so um, it, was, it was interesting, yeah. One of the more crazy games that I remember as a as a kid because you played against Chesterfield, which is just up the road from from us here in Derby. And yeah. I watched it on telly a few weeks back. Actually, it was on one of these classic football things, and it was a crazy, crazy semi final. And you scored in, in that. Was that one of the crazy games you played in? It was a absolutely crazy, crazy uh, game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it was in Sheffield, wasn't it? I mean, yes. no, where was it? That wasn't in Sheffield. Or was it in in Old Trafford? Old Trafford, Old Trafford. the first one, and the replay. No, was it? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And yeah, no, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, I remember it. I scored in the second game. Yeah, and the first game I was uh, stuffed because uh, I think our Slovakian player Vladimir Kinder he got an early red card and and uh, he took me off uh, to put in a, let's say a, a more defensive player. But uh, in the second game I scored. I set up a goal as well. And uh, I remember it was just. I mean, especially no, they were they were crazy. Both of the games they were really crazy games. Lots of goals and uh, and you know like. We should have, you know, in, in an ideal world, we should easily have beaten them. But they, they just, 
they just turned on uh, like an incredible, you know, performance in both of the games, and they really made it hard for us, you know. And we 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 could have got beaten. And I think I think Festa he, I think he equalizes. Is it him or is it them who equalizes? Like basically uh, extra time. Or, can't remember. Yeah, I think yeah, it was Middlesbrough equalized very late on. I think they would they yeah. were just about there, and it would have been a massive shock, and it just kept it going. Crazy, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy shock. Yeah, I think it's Festa uh, equalizing basically a fourth minute overtime yeah, yeah. Uh, but then second game we did we did turn it on and uh, we were we were we were really better than them in the second game and we also won it uh, pretty uh, comfortably but uh, but the first one was crazy the 3-3 one that was yeah. a crazy game but there were so many crazy games those uh, <laughs> those years there i mean uh, we 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 basically just just played full on football, full on offensive football. We we had lots of interesting offensive players, and and uh, we we just loved playing together. Uh, we conceded too many goals, that's for sure. So we were one of those teams that were interesting to watch because there was never any any boring games. You is know, is so. it nice to play like that though, especially as a striker? Is that is that the kind of football you want to be playing? Well, it was certainly interesting for us to play, but not so interesting for the defenders. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, um, it was um, yeah, it was it was interesting to be a striker in, in that team. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Some some absolutely brilliant players in that side as well. Obviously, um, Derby fans will want to know about uh, Fabrizio Ravanelli, who we had a bit later after after you yeah. left Derby. What was what was yeah. Fabrizio like as a as a player? Yeah, I mean, I mean, when I played with him at at, at Middlesbrough, he was he was like a, a world famous player. He he just. Uh, he just uh, scored the the only goal in the in the Champions League final for for Juventus to beat the Ajax one nil, and then he basically signs for us. Yeah, and uh, and I think nobody really understood how that was possible. Uh, I know they gave him uh, at that time a crazy salary, which today would be like like a small salary, but mm-hmm. I think he, he 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 came to England and he was on something like forty seven a week, and. Um, the best players at that time, like the Manchester United players, like the Smeichel and York and Cole, they had like some kind of salary uh, limit of, of 25 a week. So nobody there earned more. And he came and earned like by far the most in the whole Premier League. Yeah? But if you compare what, what players are earning today, then, then it was nothing. But uh, at that time, it was incredible. So, uh, so to play with him, uh, well, it was, it was certainly a, an experience. I mean, he... He, he he came in. I think he was too big for Middlesbrough. He he should not have signed for Middlesbrough. He came in and he he demanded so much from 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 all the t- his teammates, from the club, from the president. It was like basically things that just couldn't be done in in such a, such a short space of time. Like I mean, Middlesbrough was 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 growing uh, as quick as it could, but but they could they were not big enough for Ravanelli, you know. Mm. So. Um, so there was uh, there was good and bad times uh, with him, uh, but certainly it was it was an experience to play alongside him. And uh, I think we had a really good season. I mean, the first season he scored uh, I think more than thirty goals, and I scored uh, twelve or thirteen goals. So in be- between us, we we were a good striking pair for sure. Yeah. Uh, another another big character that you would have played with uh, only briefly, and he was at the end of his career, would have been Gaza, Paul Gascoigne. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, not is coming towards the end of his career, so not the the massive as big a talent as he was in the uh, Italian ninety and whatnot. But I I like to hear about him in the change room and that as well. Was he was he as mad and as crazy as people think? Like a big character? Yeah, he he was a big character. He was a nice guy. Uh, 
he was struggling a bit with himself at that time. I, I, I would have liked to play with him when he was, let's say, uh, at his peak. Yeah, because I mean, he was he was not at his peak anymore, and you could see you could see in training and a little bit in the games he played for us that he could still he could still do some things. Yeah, but um, but it was a little bit more difficult. You know, he had lost a little bit of pace and uh, and. Um, yeah, uh, he was struggling a little bit with his private life already at that time. So, uh, so, but, but you know, like uh, he he was a nice guy. We all we all respected him for what he had done, and uh, and of course we we uh, welcomed him with the open uh, open you know uh, arms. And and he was he was fun. Yeah, he was fun to be around. And uh, there was you know there was there was never a boring day at, at Middlesbrough when he was there. Yeah? He, every day there was like new funny things he was doing. And uh, yeah, he was certainly a character and he was, yeah, I'm happy that I played with him. Uh, um, of course, I'm, I'm sad to see uh, what happened to him, uh, let's say in his, in his later life, but uh, I hope he's coping better now and that he's, uh, he's over most of his problems. Yeah. But, um, but what, what a player in his peak and uh, yeah, what a, what a, what a character. You mentioned that one of the big reasons of going to Middlesbrough was Brian Robson. What was it like playing for him? Did you did you enjoy playing under him? Yeah, I, I enjoyed playing for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, he tried he tried as a manager to to you know to to play the same role as he had uh, he had done uh, as a, as a player. Um, I, I think I think it was probably easier for him to to uh, to give his team what he wanted while he was playing because it's easier when you're on the pitch than when you're outside the pitch but um you know he 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 did all he could uh, of course he he would be remembered for for us going down that that amazing season the first season but uh, you know i think he deserved better but um at the end of the day uh, probably like i said we scored enough goals to stay up but we conceded too many and uh, Maybe it was because he was he was trying to play a little bit of uh, he was he was a football romantic yeah and and he he was probably thinking that uh, as long as we score one more then then our opponents will win the games but you don't always score one more you know so so um, but it was certainly interesting to be part of yeah it was such a such an amazing time. It's interesting actually because when you got relegated, you got relegated by two points, but you were deducted three one points. One point. One. One point was yeah, it? Sorry. Yeah. 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 We 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 were we were staying up. Yeah. We had done enough to stay up, but then they deducted us three points in the end, and we 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 went down with one one point less than than oh, than wow. the other. So so basically we 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 were staying up, and then in the end because of this point deduction we. We got relegated, so it was it was a crazy way of, of getting relegated. Crazy, crazy way. It was um, it's, it's a long time. Was it was it was it something to do with flu or players being unwell, wasn't it? That you couldn't get a, a team together. Well, well, it was it was uh, it was a, a, an away game against Blackburn where there was really a lot of us that was in uh, that was ill, and um, and and I think they they basically, I mean, the, the the week leading up to the game against Blackburn, more and more people got ill, and more and more people were told to stay home, and I think. I think they were looking, looking around in the dressing room, just saying like, I mean, we, we cannot we cannot play with with uh, with ten or 12, 12 players out. Uh, yeah, they 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 should have they should have just turned up with the with the youth team in the end. Yeah, but then we would have probably have lost six zero, and people would have said also, you know, that's not fair to to the other teams. Yeah, I think I think they had a good good dialogue with the with the FA, and I think that that they thought that they. That the FA had had agreed that uh, 
that we could uh, could stay home and then play the game at a later stage. Yeah? In the end, for some reason, they they agreed against it, uh, the FA, and and they they decided to deduct the three points. Uh, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't just deducting the three points. It was it was not because we could have gone there and just lost the three points. That was it. So we lost the three points and three more. You know, and that that was that was what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so it was, in my opinion, it was not a fair decision. But um, well, now it's that many years ago, and I mean, we don't we don't talk about it anymore. Leaving um, leaving Middlesbrough was was that your choice? Would you have liked to have stayed? How did it how did it come about? You you leaving the Riverside? Um, well, I mean, I think I think it was it was it was at a point where where Derby County was really putting a lot of pressure on Middlesbrough to let me go. Uh, I wasn't really sure if it was the right thing for me. Uh, um, I would have liked to stay at Middlesbrough. It was, it was my club, you know, but, uh, but the club basically told me that, you know, it was better to leave because there was that many strikers in the end and uh, Derby really wanted me. And, and I remember speaking to Jakob Lawson at the time, who, of course, I knew from the national team. And he spoke really highly about uh, Derby, and and I also remember playing against Derby, actually scoring against them a couple of times. But but I always remember Derby as a good team. Those years they they were playing some good football, you know. And uh, for me, it was it looked it it was a bit alike, you know, Middlesbrough. The way the way we played was a little bit like the way uh, Derby tried to play. So yeah, at the end of the day, I would have liked to stay at Middlesbrough, but if I should have if I should leave and go some, uh, somewhere. Uh, Derby was one of those clubs where I could see myself playing, so that's why I decided to do it. Yeah, it didn't didn't quite work out at Derby County. Can you put your no. finger on why 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 it didn't quite work out for you with, with Derby? Well, well, I, I think I was um, I was a victim of, uh, of of signing at the wrong time. Uh, you know, I signed basically the same week as um, Steve McLean he left to to go to Man United uh, to become a. The, the 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 assistant of uh, of uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, and um, basically what I was told after was uh, was that uh, that he was vital to uh, Jim Smith, um, the way Jim Smith, <clears throat> you know, was uh, and the character he had, um, he needed some some someone really strong uh, alongside him, and. Um, when McLaren he left, I don't think Jim actually understood his 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 uh, importance to to uh, to the team. But I think he 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 found out uh, six months later because he never really managed to find that 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 assistant coach uh, to or that first team coach to actually take over and and and, and do the same as Steve McLaren had done. So, you know, looking back. Uh, if I'd known he was going to leave, and if I could have changed my mind, I would probably have changed my mind. I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't have signed for for Derby, because the, the six months, the first six months I came to the club w- was really bad for everyone. You know, the team suddenly stopped stopped winning. I think we went through went through a really really bad spell. Uh, didn't seem to be able to win games anymore. Uh, of course, I was new. You know, you're a striker. You need to score goals. I didn't score the goals, but the team didn't play well. Also, uh, then of course you are. You're quickly uh, the one, uh, you know, um, you know the, the the guilty one. But uh, but you know, to score goals, you need you need good players behind you, and you need the team to play well. Um, so I think it was just in general a bad bad spell, bad period. And 
yeah, I was a bit unlucky to sign at at the club at that uh, that at that time, you know. So that's why I didn't start well. And when when you start badly, uh, the, when the first six months are not good, then it's hard to to suddenly change change turn things around. Yeah, uh, you are already basically uh, not good enough uh, or not the right one. And uh, yeah, no matter what you do, it's never good enough. And uh, yeah, that's why I also. Uh, decided to ask her, you know, to, to go out on loan, get away from the club. I couldn't, I was not getting along really well with Jim Smith. Uh, he wasn't the right kind of manager for me. I needed uh, someone, you know, a little bit more human. I think uh, Jim had his uh, way of doing things. Uh, they didn't work on me. They worked on other players, you know. Um, so um, I went on loan to, to Nottingham Forest. I liked it there. Uh, Jim called me back. I thought it was to 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 use me uh, in the in the next game. He he did not even put me on the bench. Uh, you know, there were there were there were there was lots of things in that in that period I really didn't understand. Um, then I went to QPR and I had a good spell there again. Scored goals, and in the end I, I decided to to go to Denmark uh, because uh, it was it was the year of the Euro 2000 and uh, I'd lost my. My, uh, my place in the national team and I thought the only way of getting it back would be uh, to go back and, and, and do well in front of the, you know, in front of the, the people in Denmark and the, and the national team coach and uh, it turned out really well for me. I, I went back there and, uh, and uh, scored, uh, I think, eight goals in 10 games and uh, in the end I was called up for the national team and I went to, to play the Euro 2000. Do you think Jim Smith could have done a little bit more to get the best out of you as a as a footballer? Could he have gone a little bit further and tried to get the best out of you? Or was it just his style? Well, I, I, I yes, I think he would have done so many different different things and so many things differently. But uh, but you know, like Jim Smith was Jim Smith, he was never going to change. You know, uh, he was the one he was, and uh, like I said, you know, it worked on some some players. Uh, it, it didn't work on other players. I was one of the ones that. You know, didn't get along with the way he did things, and uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, you know, judge him. You know, uh, he was. He, I should have known better before signing for for Derby. You know, I could have maybe, yeah, done a little bit more out of uh, asking the other players about, uh, you know, the the manager and uh, the way he, you know, the character he had or whatever. But you know, that's that's life. You know, and uh, in the end, I signed for for Lille, and uh, and uh, and I was. I was fortunate to play in, in France as well, and and um, I had a good time there. I, I managed to play in the Champions League, which was amazing. And uh, you know, I think uh, that's that's life, and that's that's part of uh, you know uh, how life uh, treats you. You know, I want, I want to go on and talk about you being an agent quickly in a, in a sec, but just finally on Derby, do you re, do you regret signing for Derby? On reflection, now, do you think your career could have gone in a different direction if you'd have? Yeah. Yeah, I I regret uh, signing for Derby at that time. I, I would if I, yeah, I, I would have liked to sign for Derby, but it it should have been one year before maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, if I had known uh, what was going to happen, I should never have signed for Derby. So yes, I regret. I should have stayed at Middlesbrough or maybe signed somewhere else. Yeah, well, just um, your goal at Southampton, the last minute goal, the header, three three. That's one of my favourite Derby goals. So I've got to mention that quick. <laughs> so, no, uh, I wanted to no. mention that. that's a positive. <laughs> That was that was that was that was good, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Uh, um, being an agent then, and, and finishing your football career, going into agent, did you ever consider um, going into 
maybe coaching or management or was it always going to be a different like the business side of, of football yeah I, I i considered everything i considered working for television i considered working for for my sponsor nike at the time i considered working as a coach uh, becoming a sports director I, I i think i considered everything in the end i i wasn't really sure what i wanted to do so the easiest bit would be uh, to to try and and do the agents, uh, you know, um, job at first and then see how it treated me. And uh, I mean, you know, I've never looked back, you know, it, it took off uh, pretty quickly, you know, and I just liked everything about it quickly, you know, like the, the, the independence about being an agent, you know, like uh, you, you get to know so, uh, so many people, you get to meet so many people. Ne there's never, you know, two, uh, two days alike, you know, uh, um, I think the, the, the business side of it is interesting. I think, uh, yeah, the the relationship you get to the players, their families, uh, watching a lot of football games, uh, which is of course uh, my my big uh, big hobby. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day. So, yeah, I think uh, I get to travel a lot. You know, well, not at the moment, of course, but uh, in normal circumstances, I get to travel a lot, uh, which is which is uh, things I like. Yeah. Is it a difficult job sometimes? Do you think uh, football agents get a bit of a uh, a hard time when they they shouldn't do? Because sometimes they like the baddies, if if that makes sense, the or the portrayed as. Yeah, I mean, and I've, and sometimes I, I really don't know why. I think it's probably because uh, you know certain agents before in the old days, you know, was was maybe not really doing doing their job as as in my opinion they sh they should do. You know, like I think at the end of the day, an agent should be some someone you. You hire to to become stronger, yeah. It should be someone that helps you to be, become better, and and not someone that 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 works against you. You know, you ha he has to work hand in hand with you as a player, and and if you if you find that kind of guy, I'm pretty sure that everyone would would agree that an agent can can also be a um, a very important thing for 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 a footballer. So, uh, but it's true. We sometimes we have a we have a bad reputation, but uh, you know. I think it's uh, it's something we can we will always have to 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 work with and uh, to live with and uh, I'm I'm sure that never it never it never goes away. Yeah. Does it bother you? Are you not bothered? No, no, I'm not really bothered. I mean, I I do it in the way I I feel is the right way. I I I have my players. I I have had them for many many years, and I I'd like to think that they stayed with me because I I was the best one for them. So. Uh, so in that in that respect, uh, you know, uh, I think I work the way I do. Uh, if if others don't work that way and uh, and uh, they're happy with that, fine with me, you know. But uh, it doesn't really bother me what 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 people think about the, an agent in, in general, you know. Like I I'd like to be judged on, on on myself and what I do, you know. Yeah. Have you got any any young players that we should look out for? Any anyone we should like? I've seen on your LinkedIn page that we've connected on that you share things all the time, and I've, so I might see a name now. I might see in a few years. Is there anyone that's we should really look out for? Oh, I, I don't know if I would like to single out anyone, but uh, you know, like like I always say, I I work with uh, I work with uh, with players that are at the end of their careers. I work with players that are at the peak of their careers, and I also look, uh, work with. With with you know players of tomorrow, yeah. So uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, that um, for the next uh, hopefully many years to come, uh, I I will have interesting players uh, playing around Europe, and uh, and uh, I have a good idea about uh, who they are and uh, 
and some of them I already have, uh, uh, you know, in my in my agency. So, uh, so uh, I think that's that's all all I, I'd like to say on that. That's one. Right. Would you ever have a, a journalist or a podcaster as a? Would you be an agent for, for someone like that? I, I could do with an agent. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we can talk about that another day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you, uh, thank you very much for um, for coming on. Could you just finally pick a? We've already spoke. I normally at the end ask uh, any regrets, but we've already spoke about Derby County being um, maybe a regret. So we know the answer to that. Could you pick a a career highlight instead? What's the highlight of your your career? Yeah, I've, I, there was a few. Yeah. I mean, I would say the first, uh, you know, the first uh, professional contract you sign is a highlight for you as a footballer. The the first time you play for your country is is a highlight. Uh, um, there, there was loads of highlights as, as a player, you know, especially playing at Wembley, you know, it's a place you, you dreamed about playing, you know, uh, uh, not a lot actually uh, managed to do it. I, I did it uh, and I did it on the on the real Wembley, I would say, like the old one with the two twin towers. Yeah, um, yeah some 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 of the games in the Champions League I played. Uh, I, I have lots of uh, lots of highlights. Yeah, uh, It's hard to sing love one. Okay. Well, thank you very much for for coming on, Mikhail. We really, really appreciate it, and and, and good luck with uh, agency and everything now. It's going really well. So good luck for everything, and and thank Brilliant. you for your time at Derby, even though it didn't quite no work. No worries. No worries. <laughs> it's nice speaking to you. Take care. Yeah. yeah thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye.